Welcome along to another of my chats, and I am really pleased to say that joining me uh, down the line, all the way from Australia, is author Graham Webb. Um, well, good evening to you. Good morning to me, or something like that. Yeah, it's How funny, isn't it? I'm really well, thanks, Dan, and uh, thank you for having me. And I was just thinking um, before we started talking here that it's a bit, it's a little bit bizarre for me. So, as you know, I, I. Like I was born in St. Peter's Hospital in Chertsey. I grew up in Adelstone. We met years ago in Woking. And now, you know, how many years later, I'm over on literally the other side of the world talking to you over the internet, to you and your listeners who are in my old stomping ground. So it's just, isn't the world a wonderful place these days? It's, <laughs> it's, amazing. it's amazing. I was thinking, two things I was thinking. One is this is my furthest to field um, interview. I've, I've done one from LA before. Winning. Uh, so okay. you're, yeah, you've beaten Chesney Hawks, who uh, interviewed from LA. I, I in in so many ways, I think <laughs> I've beaten Chesney. Hawks. <laughs> uh, and um, and also probably the biggest difference, I would guess, in temperatures. I'm sitting here now; it's saying it's minus one here. I'm guessing it's probably minus quite one. toasty where you are. It's all right. It's it's we're so we're in Melbourne, which is gets a little. It's certainly nowhere near as hot as Brisbane or, or Sydney, but it's it's the Australian summer, so I'm I'm just gonna. Yeah, I'm not going to complain. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Well, you're here because uh, you've just released a new book called Norwegian Good, and it's got yes. a little bit of a festive um, feel to it. So without spoilers, um, what's it all about? Yeah, thank you. Um, so around about this time of the year in households like all over the world, there are children who start asking some like, curly questions of their parents about certain people and Christmas related things and um, so with Norwegian Good it's set in Norway and it takes a, um, a parent who's been asked a question by his daughter and he's determined not to tell any lies but he um, in trying to think what to say he discovers a couple of little family secrets that are um, uh change his whole view of the whole Christmas experience, essentially. So it's, uh, it's um, I, I guess I kind of wrote it probably as a, as a parent myself who's been asked questions where you try and work out what the right answer is to say. And then, and I was like, what if the answer wasn't what I thought it was? So that was, that was kind of the premise behind it. So, yeah. Fair enough. It, um, it only arrived here uh, yesterday. I don't think it's come all the way from Australia, but it, uh, it only arrived to me. So I only had a chance to read the um, the prologue. Um, and the first thing that really jumped out at me is, uh, as you say, you're Surrey-born, now living in Melbourne, and writing a book uh, about Norway uh, and also uh, Scotland um, in the very in the very <laughs> first. <laughs> so so yeah. how, how does all that geography fit together? Oh, uh, yeah, that look, you know, um, I've I've been out here for 17 years, but I don't think I've, I've done a fair bit of writing, but I've never actually got my head around writing about Australia. Of, of the stuff I've done previously is kind of either about the UK or, or somewhere else. But um, I think the, the idea with this one was um, trying to think about, you know, if there's, um, if there's a, a story about Father Christmas you know, and there's a, a family kind of related to that. They're, they're probably going to be in Scandinavia, which I've never, you know, I've, I've never actually been to Norway. So I spend a lot of time on the internet, on YouTube, 
trying to, you know, I, I, there's a, I've said it in a city called Trondheim. Um, and I now know, I mean, it's now on my bucket list of places. It's a beautiful, beautiful place. And I've just, I've, I feel like I've spent like a month there because I've, I've just read everything about it. I've, <laughs> I've, you know, I've understand what the temperature and what time the sun sets and, you know, um, all those kind of bits and pieces. So, um, it was really actually really good fun. Um, almost kind of researching a totally different place and, um, and, and setting it there and, um, and going from there. So yeah, it's, um, yeah, it's, uh, I, I probably made my, my life a little bit hard by <laughs> setting it somewhere that's not a fictional place, but somewhere I've not been to. I probably wouldn't recommend that to someone, to be honest. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, so I'm looking very much looking forward to sort of having a read of it. Um, your your other novel, which I think you released uh, last year, um, it mm. it was set closer to home, or at least kind of influenced closer to, home, or at least closer to home over here uh, rather than yeah. home over there. Yeah. So I wrote. Um, I, I think um, I'm one of those people, and I don't know if any of your listeners are kind of like this. Go. I should probably write a book. One day I'll write a book. Yeah. And I kind of been, I had a whole, a couple of different ideas and they were very much influenced from where I grew up and the difference in towns and the people I'd met and the experiences I'd had and, and, and all those kind of bits and pieces. And I was um, just pottering away and writing little notes every now and then. And then I was like, you know, I should probably just do this. And um started working on it and yeah on and off because it's not my it's not my day job um but uh yeah pulled it together and then yeah then i'm um, kind of self-published it and um but yeah it's called chronic down it's set um it's actually it's a murder story um it's set over three so it's written in three parts um so it's set in the same kind of fictional town f- fictional but readers might you know recognize is he is he talking about is that and the answer will be yes exactly um so and it's so over three um three periods so one in the um, mid 70s one in the mid 80s and one in the kind of the mid 90s and there's there's a a murder in each of them and there's a couple of characters who kind of because it's in the same place and um so a couple of it, it comes from a couple of different perspectives so um about different main kind of characters in each of them but there's a, a bit of a narrative that kind of works through and um probably not I'm, I'm probably not quite at the Agatha Christie level of, of whodunits but um it was again it was really it was another one of just being having really good fun and just you know thinking back to you know places that I've you know played it's certainly places I kind of grew up uh, some of the characters I met some of the the tensions you get where you have, you know, wealthy areas next to not so wealthy areas, and um, and and how that kind of plays out together as well, and um, and it was, yeah, I, I just really, um, I, I just really, really enjoyed writing it, and um, I think, as I was saying before, I think what I found with this kind of process is that um, I think we all kind of would like to have done something like that, and it's actually it's not that hard. You just got to do it. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need to get a publisher and you don't need to you just just write it and then if, if see what happens kind of from there so um but yeah it was it was good fun getting it done so how did how does the self-publishing thing work for anyone who is out there sitting on a book yeah thinking, how do i do that then 
Yeah, it's um. So um, I'm I'm sure other. <laughs> I try not to be too commercial because I'm sure other <laughs> opportunities are available. But I um. So essentially, what the first part of it is just getting it written and getting it into you know maybe getting a mate to have a look at it and um and getting a bit of feedback and going back and forward and then you've kind of got you know you you, you print it out and you've just got like a stack of of A4 and then um so from there um you can go into a um. A program called Kindle Direct Publishing. It's kind of, it's an offshoot of Amazon, and they basically have a whole set of tools there that say, right, give us, you know, here's your manuscript. What do you want it to look like? And you, it takes, and it's it's amazingly helpful. It's, you know, it tells you what to do, and it's got videos showing you how to reformat your document and put it into here, and how many words is it, and therefore what size book is that going to be, and how many pages, and therefore what the font size, and. Um, and even then things like, you know, help designing a cover. Um, and so that is a process then of turning your words into a printed book. So an actual thing you can hold, which is quite exciting. And then within it as well, um, you can then like essentially press a button to say, I'd like this to be listed on Amazon. And so with both with Norwegian Good and, and Chronic Town, I've gone through that process there you know there's a lot of things on amazon so you it's, it's, there's, a, there's clearly a fair bit of competition out there but if you were to go into amazon and um you need to kind of search for norwegian good graham webb you'll you'll get there and chronic town um is actually it's the name of an early ep by rem and there's a an enormous load of REM. I'm a massive REM fan. There's a huge load of REM references in there. So I was kind of kind of liked the idea of someone searching for Chronic Town in Amazon and seeing these amazing albums and then this book by this guy. Who's this guy? <laughs> One way or another. So and so yeah, and you set the price and then there's even um, advertising you can do there. You can try and you know do some digital marketing to try and when people are searching for something in Amazon, can you get your book to show up and what have you as well. So it's um it's it's a uh, it's a lot of fun and I think if you go back to that kind of starting point, if, if you, for me, the goal was to just have a book that I've, I've had all these ideas and we all go to bookshops and get gifts or what have you. And someone, so many people have turned that, you know, JK Rowling, they've turned those ideas into these things that we read or, um, and, and owed. And I was like, I, success for me was just having one of them and, and giving it to a few kind of friends and family. And then I was like, maybe I'll you know, put it out there and, see where we go so yeah it's um it, it's it, it is one of the just a little bit of googling around um but essentially you've, you've got something and it doesn't even it doesn't need to be a full novel you can do short stories you can do po whatever it might be if you've got an idea you've got the words it's not going to tell you how to write a novel it's not going to tell you how to do that but if you've got it and you've got it written down it'll just go right here's how you how you need to format it and here's how you need to do get the pages right and all those bits and pieces and it's it's yeah it's it is um without looking to the, sounding like i'm an advert for it it was it was surprising it's surprisingly good i was i was pretty pretty happy with it brilliant stuff well um, I, as I said I'm really looking forward to uh, getting into this you did a book a few years ago called um, Things That Didn't Cross Out um, which uh, I, I have although packed away for Christmas but uh, I will we'll be reading that again in the new year to uh, yeah. and I, I was talking to my wife Lucy about uh, about you yesterday um, and how you used to write our because um, uh, we met through playing hockey uh, for Woking many years ago and you used to write our match report so um, your sort of writing flair um, used to come through <laughs> with those because you always sort of found some sort of random theme to hang the whole match report <laughs> on. It was never just a kind of, you know, this happened and then that happened. 
There was always yeah. you know, something, <laughs> some, a, um, a film reference or a, a TV show reference or something that you'd yeah. find. Uh... I've I've always, I've, I mean, and I'm, I, there are way more creative people than me, but I've just always had fun with that kind of stuff. And I kind of, you know, I, I enjoy, I, I don't, I, enjoying the process. When you're trying to write a thing, it's not so much fun because it becomes a bit of a, oh, I've got to get this done. But actually just, you know, certainly when, you know, I was playing hockey with you guys and, you know, I was like, you know, I, 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 I then built up a bit of pressure on myself because I was like, oh, last week I did this really funny thing about the usual suspects and now I've got to, what am I going to say now? And, um, but it, yeah, it's, it was always, it was always a good fun thing to do and, um, you know, and f- fun for me to do. And if other people like it too, then that's, that's pretty good as well. So there's something you've always enjoyed doing then, writing. It's, it, it goes right back, does it? Yeah, it does. Um, I uh, <laughs> it's, it's funny because I studied um, English, French and Spanish uh, A-level, and which essentially was literature in three different languages. <laughs> it's pretty much what it was. And um, it, I obviously, you know, and you kind of got to, you know, and even through uni, I, I studied a lot of that stuff. And I, I kind of got to this point where, I couldn't really read a novel because I was actually analysing it for references to re- the theme of religion. What's the author trying to say about that? And I, I really, I kind of, to- I, there was a couple of years after all that where I, was, I just didn't read anything and I thought, it kind of ruined it. it. You know, the whole overanalyzing everything kind of ruined it for me. And then I, I remember picking up, I think it was Stark by Ben Elton. Um, I just, oh, just I haven't read anything for years. And it was just totally captivated by it and not trying to analyze it and and it brought back the fun and the enjoyment of it and I, I often find I don't know if you're if you're the same or if any of your listeners are the same sometimes you, you'll read a, a writer and they just come up with a really clever little turn of phrase and you're just like oh god you'd have it like with music right mm. oh I wish I'd written that oh how cool would I be if I'd written that so um yeah and and then so and then I yeah I've always tried to um you know then see if I can, you know, I've got ideas or I've had experiences, what have you, and see if I, can I put them down in a way that is a similar, you know, or I'm never going to get to that kind of level. Um, but if I can have some fun with it and, and enjoy it as well, then, then yeah, great. Be fantastic. And I, think, I think that's the real key to it. Cause uh, you know, one of the things I've, I do a lot of shows and things when I've put things yeah. together and when I've written stuff for that, I always sort of try and write or, or produce things from a point of view of what would I want to see? What would I want to yeah. um, read? Um, and I, I think while obviously not everyone's going to sort of think the same as me, I think you put across a much better, more genuine story if you kind of believe in what you're doing, you're enjoying the process as well. You know, if you're putting something across that you don't really, you know, you're not that fussed about, I think that comes across that you're not that fussed about and therefore, you know, doesn't doesn't come over as well. Um, I was talking to a, another author a, f- a few weeks ago, a guy called James Cripps. I think he's gone down the very similar route to you. He's done a, yeah, a okay. self-publishing thing. Uh, yeah, he's got sure. a series of books um, called Do They Know It's Christmas Yet? Okay. Um and I was thinking about this when you're talking about Chronic Town and setting it in the three different eras. You know, his his books were about some people who accidentally go back to the to the eighties and oh, cause, right. awesome. um Bob Geldof to have a car accident and therefore miss the news um report right. that led to do they know it's Christmas. The Michael Burke one, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah cool. Uh, and then oh, you know, great, put putting yeah. it right or do, do you put it right, do you not put it right? But I really quite enjoyed the idea it's it sort of fitted with conversations I'm having with the kids all the time about you know life in the 80s and life now 
And of course, that was his sure. hook. Was yeah. you know, you got people from now going back to the eighties and you know thinking, yeah, "Oh, this yeah. this isn't so good. This is probably better than we had." Or you know, um, so how was yeah. that with with Chronic Town having those three different sort of eras? That must have been quite a fun sort of thing to sort of take the characters and move them on sort of ten years. Yeah, yeah, it was, um, and, and part of it was. Um, yeah, so and it's gonna sound an odd thing to say, but the the towns involved, so the, the place they're as much of the character as, as any of the human beings who are in the story as well. So in some of um and, and certainly you know, where I grew up in Adelstone, when um I was I I remember the M twenty five being built. And so the first one, essentially in my mind, that's before the M25's there. Um, and so it's this really small little village, essentially it's got a train station on it. And, and then if I then think about, you know, the development that happened um, over time, just as the population grows and, you know, so all of a sudden there's this, this massive motorway that goes through it and there's these old fields now are housing estates. And um, I was back in the UK a few years ago and um, so I grew up kind of Rotown kind of way um, and um, I, I was kind of just doing a bit of a nosing around. I was like, there's a whole new estate over here that hadn't been built the last time I was here. So, so I, I loved the idea of, um, of the, almost like the towns growing up um, over time as well and, and them developing and, uh, and what have you as well. And, and, and so the funny thing is like the first part is, you know, it was, I think it's 1974. It was kind of set in that's the year I was born. So I really have no recollection of what it was like in 1974. But, um, so there's probably less about the, the towns there then. Um, but certainly, you know, in, in the mid eighties, yeah, like you, I was kind of, you know, um, you know, just pre-teens and, um, you know, um, and then in, in the nineties, um, uh, yeah, you kind of, you know, it's like teens, early twenties and mm. all of a sudden figuring out life a little bit more and looking at it through different lenses. So there was essentially a way to kind of go back and, and think through that process a little bit as well. So yeah, it was, um, yeah. Um, I, and there's this, you know, there's a, a couple of characters in there where they're not, none of them are like, I'm right. I've given this person this this fictional name they're all kind of mixes of people but what was what was fun with it was you know remembering those two different people have both annoyed me and if I could create one character who did both of those things that'd be the most annoying person ever so things like that it was yeah good good fun to just play around with excellent now I'm a bit worried about reading it in case I'm one of the people who does I don't think there's a reference to hockey in there, although that's now a missed opportunity. I should try and work out how I'm going to do that another time. <laughs> so have you got any more books in the offing? Any any more sort of ideas that you're working on? Um, so the the, the, the the funny thing, so Chronic, Ta- so Chronic Town was the thing. Um, that was the, I, I, I want to write a novel and, um, and it took probably about on and off about 10 years, um, just from initial ideas to fleshing things out. And then you, you get really busy for a month and then, you know, and then you just let it go for a while or what have you as well. So, and then I, I kind of started on Norwegian good, um, partly because I needed a break from editing Chronic Town. And so I was like, right, I've, I've, done the 17th edit of this book before I read it again I'm going to start writing another one to give myself a little bit of other context so so um you know finished one and then the second one was kind of ready to go as well so um I've definitely got a load of ideas um it's you know I think having 
I said before, it's yeah, it's a bit of like a bucket list thing of, of getting one done. And there were definitely ups and downs as you kind of go through it. So I, I definitely like the idea of of writing again and, and it's pretty it's pretty nice having these these things that you can pick mm. up and give to people and you know um you, you sound you, you feel sometimes a little silly when you're saying would you like it's essentially like would you like a signed photo of me <laughs> here's one of my books um but it's you know i think people they don't hate it um i've i've read quite a lot of books over my time and one of the things that gave me a lot of heart is some books that get published there's some really bad books that get but we've all kind of read stuff you're like how mm. on earth did anyone and i'm like if i can be above that <laughs> i'm like it's not it, it, i'm you know i'm not john steinbeck or i'm not any of those guys but i'm you, you'll have read a lot worse it's probably what i should have on my advertising it won't be the worst thing you've ever read <laughs> um yeah right. maybe maybe i should do something a bit more creative than that but yeah so it, the, the, that's a long-winded answer of saying yeah i there's definitely some more ideas i've got and um having gone through this kind of self-publishing process now you know i'm kind of at that point where i was like maybe i try and see if i can get a publisher and, and see how we go from that so and actually if you think about it well now i've actually got some stuff to show them and mm. um there's, there's some copyright stuff where if you if you do publish it on through kindle you can't then publish it elsewhere separately so mm -hmm. and that was kind of okay the you know the objective wasn't to make these million dollar sellers or million pound sellers or anything but it does it gives you a little bit of momentum so yeah there's definitely a few ideas whether they're little short stories that add up to something um i'll see but yeah i've um i've always got a lot of ideas it's then just trying to make them into something yeah. <laughs> something that works as well Excellent. Well, we will watch with um, keen interest to see where this goes. You never know. You just never know. It just needs that one. Know. It land on the right person's desk and it could, you know, Absolutely. it could you be know. the next J.K. Rowling. You never know. And, and you know, I was, um, and, and so just so you, you kind of listeners are aware, Dan, I, saw, I, I referenced something on this on Facebook where I was sharing it with some friends. He's like, oh, do you want to, let's, should, should we talk about, I was like, all right so you, you never you know i would never have thought we'd be having this conversation so you do never you, you put things out of there and sometimes they go and sometimes and but but for me as i said before the, the important thing was getting it done being really proud of it and then being able to share it with people yeah. with friends and family and if it goes further than that that's great um but that that's a win for it myself as well so absolutely well as i said i can't wait to um get into it properly and read past the prologue um <laughs> And, and as I said, of having sort of had some of your writing before, um, you know, I, I feel confident to recommend it, uh, even without having read past page three or four. Um, but uh, yeah, get yourselves over to Amazon and and do um, Google. So you got uh, or Google Chronic Town and Norwegian Good Graham Webb. Yes. And um, you know, I wish you all the best with this and whatever's to come. So yeah, thank you so much, Dan. And thanks, as I said, thanks for, for, for reaching out again. It's it's lovely to connect, as I was saying before, not only with, you know, you and, and, and your listeners who are in my old stomping ground. And I'm, I'm even there thinking now, imagining, you know, the, you know, people driving down Church Road or, you know, over the train station in, in Adelstone or what have you. I kind of picture that all now. But also, again, we, we met... 20 plus years ago and yeah. so just to re reconnect now all these years later has been really wonderful so thank you you're more than welcome keep in touch and obviously you know come on again if you've got more 
more books in the offering or, you know, when the film rights get picked up or whatever. <laughs> Absolutely. When we're doing casting, I'm, I'm, I might have a word, see if I can get, get you a gig in that. Yeah, yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, Lucy yeah, and I, yeah. you know, we're, we're always available sure. for those sorts of things. Yeah, you've got, you've, you've, done, you've done some of this kind of work, you know, you know, yeah, you, yeah. know you wear around a microphone. Talking. And we're cheap. <laughs> <laughs> That's, you know. Brilliant. Grant, thanks very much for coming on. Fantastic. And uh, look forward to speaking to you again soon. Yeah. And Merry Christmas to all you guys as well. And to you.